Hello there. Welcome to the Beloved Son Ministry Show, where we who were once only the prodigal children now dare believe that we really are the beloved children of the Father. This Father who has loved us with an everlasting love. So now, let us come together, yes, in all of our brokenness, in all of our woundedness, but also in all of our belovedness, to share with one another the impact God has had on our lives and the impact that He continues to have in our lives, so that our curses may become crosses and our crosses may truly become blessings. So welcome home, my beloved brothers and sisters. Well, brothers and sisters, happy third Sunday of Easter. Can you believe it's, all, it's already the third week of Easter? And uh, next week, it'll be Good Shepherd Sunday. But today, we have a very moving, moving passage from John's Gospel. Um, and, and we'll get into that in a bit. But if it's also the first day of May, so happy May. Um, if May first landed on a weekday and not Sunday, we will celebrate St. Joseph, St. Joseph the Worker. It is also the, uh, the second anniversary of how um, this all started. It was on the Feast of St. Joseph the Worker in 2020. Okay. And so, so um, and just a quick note about St. Joseph, you know, St. Joseph, St. Joseph was a righteous man. And, and by righteous, we mean that he was always in um, right relationship with God, that his friendship with God always came first and all that he did. I mean, think about it. If, if he wasn't righteous and if meaning, if his relationship with God wasn't number one, he couldn't have been the chaste spouse of, of Mary, our mother. And so, so it's a point of reflection for us too. You know, how, how is my friendship with the Lord? And, and, and this theme of friendship and relationship also leads into the gospel very much, which we hear um, how our Lord appears to the, to the apostles again. And this time Peter says that he's going back fishing again. And, you know, it's, it's sort of like it's, it's, I guess it's what we do, right? I mean, we're creatures of habit. And so... I guess after the after the high of something, we just go back to our normal day-to-day living. And that's what seemed to be happening with Peter. That, you know, after three great years with the Lord, and now that he um, was crucified, he died, and he rose from the dead, okay, well, Jesus isn't here with me anymore physically, so I guess I should just go back fishing. I guess that's very human, right? It's very human. To, to do that. But Peter was called to a supernatural calling. And that's for each one of us too. That our Lord, when he first called him on the boat, as, as we have again today, but at the tail end of it, you know, Jesus told Peter in the very beginning to follow him and that he will be, he'll make him a fisher of men. And now Peter's going back to fishing, but he's going back to fish for a fish. 
Fishing for fish was Peter's natural call. That's, that's what he did as a, for a living. And that's where our Lord met him. Our Lord met Peter in his ordinary day-to-day life. But now our Lord's calling him to something higher. He's calling him to something supernatural, to be fisher of men. Brothers and sisters, that's the same for us too, that our Lord meets us in our ordinary day-to-day life, our work, our school, wherever it is that that we may be. Our Lord comes to encounter us in those places, but we're not meant to stay there because any encounter with our Lord moves us or, or, or it ought to, it ought to move us to something greater because once we have come to encounter the Lord and we know who we are, Right? We are sons and daughters of the infinite, almighty, all-loving God. Our lives can no longer remain the same. Our lives can no longer be how it was before. It wouldn't make sense. And perhaps Peter needed a wake-up call that, that, yes, Peter, you were comfortable with fishing, but I need you to do something different now. And we can even see the, the other apostles follow him. They follow him onto the boat. And of course, they call nothing. They call nothing because without putting God first, without having our friendship with Jesus first, nothing else will line up. But once our Lord came into the picture, once there was that encounter, that dialogue, that conversation, and the instruction of the Lord, right? Put your nets on the other side, right? What happened? They had a, an abundant catch of fish. And that's when John realized that it was Peter, it was Jesus, and he tells Peter, and Peter jumps into the water and goes ashore to find Jesus, right? That once that as long as we put our focus, our eye on a prize, so to speak, which is our Lord, everything else will fall into place. And brothers and sisters, our Lord, um, he invites us today too. To, and he reminds us of our supernatural calling to grow in holiness, to pursue not just the natural, but the supernatural, faith to grow in faith, hope, and charity, something that without God, it won't make sense. Why suffer? Why die? Why, why, why lay down my life for someone else? Without faith, it's unthinkable. It's even silly. But because we know who we are, that we've been called by God for a supernatural calling, that all those things make sense. And Jesus reminds Peter, and in fact, gives him a special job, as we see um, in, in the gospel, where our Lord asks Peter three times, do you love me? Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? And for many, many years, I, I read that very differently. Now, let me ask you this. When you hear Jesus say to Simon, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? How do you interpret that? Because for many years, I interpreted it as Simon, son of John, 
do you love me more than everyone else? That's what I thought. And I have to look at the Greek, but I didn't. But I, but I, I came across um, my Chinese, um, I guess, Magnificat. And in Chinese, the translation is... Um, Give me one second here. The Chinese is Peter. Um, give me one second. I'm trying to pull it up here. It says, um, Peter, son of John. Um, do you love me more than those people love me? That is not, Peter, do you love me more than um, James and Andrew and Nathaniel? No, no, no. It's, it's, it's Peter, is your love for me greater than their love for me? And that was really striking to me because all this time I, I read it as, do you love me more than you love your friends? Do you love me more than you love your brother, Andrew? Do you love me more than you love your wife, your mother-in-law, whatever it may be, whoever it may be? But in fact, our Lord might be asking, and I have to look at the Greek again, but at least in the Chinese translation, uh, it, it denotes that it is Peter, is your love for me greater than their love for me, because our Lord was about to, to, to give Peter the task of shepherding his people here on earth, right? To, to establish the papacy, to, to truly build the church on top of Peter, who is the rock. And so he must ask him three times, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And of course, Peter says, yes, of course, I love you, Lord. Of course I do. But if we do in Greek, it's different levels of love. And, and Peter is not matching Jesus's. But, but I'll, I, I mentioned that before in a previous um, reflection. So I won't go, in, go into that route. But, but the importance here is that, of course, this is, I think it was St. Augustine that first pointed out that this threefold questioning of, do you love me, is mean to sort of reverse the, the threefold denial of, 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 of Peter um, at the night when our Lord was arrested. Um, and so you, we also notice here that Jesus doesn't bring up the sins of Peter. He, 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 he doesn't say, do you remember when you deny me three times? But that doesn't mean that he has forgotten. And many people always say, oh, we forgive him and we forget. But, but I, don't think that's a, that's, I don't think that's what happened with our Lord. Our Lord didn't have amnesia and he forgot that Peter denied him, right? But I think it is because precisely that our Lord knows that Peter denied him three times and how that denial, that guilt Peter must have been experiencing that our Lord, in a roundabout way, reminds Peter that, that yes, 
You may have denied me. You may have betrayed me, but I still love you. And I still choose you to be my voice here on earth. And brothers and sisters, that's the beauty of God's love for each one of us. That no matter how many times we may deny the Lord or reject him or abandon him or choose to leave him, he will always, as long as we turn back to him, he will always embrace us and take us back. Not because he has forgotten, but because even in the midst of our sinfulness, he loves us. And that's the beauty of confession for Catholics, that when we go to the confessional and we kneel before the Lord in the person um, through the instrument that the priest is, that our sins are forgiven. They're absolved, not by the priest, but by God himself through the priest. And it's so important that that we recognize this, that, that our Lord meets Peter where he is then, and when he first called him, but also here again, too. That he meets Peter where he is, reminds him of who he is to him, regardless of his betrayal and denial and sinfulness. And gives him a task. He gives him a mission. Right? Because that is only when it will work. Only when we know who we are, whose we are, are we able to do what it is that we've been asked to do. Our identity is crucial. And Jesus affirms Peter in his identity, in his role, so that now Peter may go and truly be a fisher of men. Brothers and sisters, we too are called to be these fishers of men within our own state of life. How can we bring this message of love and mercy to those we see day in and day out in our workplaces, in our schools, in a public square? How can we bring this saving truth, this saving message of God's love for each one of us, to those who do not yet know him, or to those who have fallen away, and also to ourselves. Have we truly believe, uh, come to believe and encounter the Lord? And do we allow him and his love to penetrate our hearts so that we too might be a fisher of men? Brothers and sisters, I invite you this week to, to really take that, to take that to prayer. You know, Lord, what it is that you have called me to do? How can I grow deeper in friendship with you? How can I grow ever more in holiness? And may you please remind me of who I am to you. Give me the grace and the courage to accept that, to know that I am your beloved child, and to live out such a life so that your kingdom may truly may truly be 
be here on earth, which it is already with our Lord's coming, but how can we build it up even more? And that's can we come through prayer, just like St. Joseph, just like Peter, all the apostles. How is it that we can grow in deeper and deeper with friendship with Christ? So, brothers and sisters, I invite you this week to renew your love for the Lord, to renew your commitment to him, knowing that even in your weakness, in our weakness, in our sinfulness, God chooses us. God calls us. God loves us. And so, how can we but not be moved to do the same? Have a good week, and God bless you. For more audios, videos, blog entries, and other resources, please visit us at www.belovedsonministry.org.